Hi guys, it's Olivia here. I just wanted to say that we have a few moments of discussion in this podcast about the lack of government funding for the arts at the time of recording. Obviously that has now changed and the government has proposed a huge uh, fund for the arts in England, which is obviously amazing. However, we have kept in our discussion of the uncertainty towards the future of arts in just as a a discussion piece but also it does still apply to the future going forward as no one really knows what theatre and the arts will look like so just so that you're aware uh, of the change of policy since recording anyway hope you're doing well and enjoy this bonus episode this is your act one beginner's call Act One Beginners. Hello, everyone, and since welcome. Oh shit! <laughs> well, we definitely know what's staying in when they're doing the episode. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi, girl. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Act One Beginners Call. I don't know what episode this is. Something after yeah, seven moment, by now. I don't know if it's a bonus episode or not. Who knows? But anyway, we thought we'd shake things up a little bit. A little fuck. It's probably going to be a bonus episode <laughs> at this rate. <laughs> we wanted to shake things up a bit and do a Q and A. Because that is what... I don't know what I was going to say then. Just well, I guess, especially with Gigi's inability to use the English language today, it's better for us to come up with content that's already been written for us. Yes. Exactly. So, do you want to kick it off or shall I? Um, I don't mind. I'm still not quite sure what's happening, but... So, Q&A. First question is, where did we meet? Okay. We met when so we both went to a school quite far away from where we both live yeah and we would take the train there each day and i remember seeing uh gigi on (laughs) (laughs) nothing i remember seeing you at a distance (laughs) (laughs) no because i had those stupid plaits which weren't plaits because they were only halfway down my God, hair yeah, and the rest were like wear... bunches because that's yes. what my mum thought was a really cool, edgy style. I mean, it was quite cute. It wasn't, though. But basically, we would get in the same train together and I would see Gigi and her dad because I was with my dad and I, everyone else there was like commuting to London, so boring adults. And I was like eight or nine. I was probably nine. You yeah, and your five, I was in your four. So I was about nine and ten. And I just remember seeing Gigi and going, oh, a person my age. And I just thought I should befriend them because I don't have friends. Uh, we, we used to sit on like a six seat like bit of the train and read in silence. But we'd sit opposite each other because it was just yeah. lovely to know that there was someone else like us or going Too on friendly. this train. But then, but our first meeting <laughs> was um, we were stand. Gigi was standing by the doors to get off the train. We were like a few minutes outside of the station, so we were getting ready to get off the train and stuff. And she was by the doors, and I went up and joined her. And it was like at the end of the week, and I just went. I was like trying to think of something to say, so I just went. Are you looking forward to the weekend? And Gigi just went, no. <laughs> And we've been friends ever since. So. <laughs> I honestly don't know what happened between that and us being friends because suddenly we were just friends. But. I know. Because then we started just reading together. Because we didn't go to the same school. So we would just read in silence in the train and then w- walk kind of together. And I split off and then you'd go off with your dad. Mm. Uh, and... Eventually, we ended up going to the same school because I was brainwashed. Yeah. Good brainwashed, though. Yeah, that's how we met. And I guess that was the best foundations for a, what, 11, 12-year friendship. Honesty, Olivia. 12 years now. Yeah. Crikey. 
I just remember thinking when you went no, I was like, who doesn't like the wheelchair? <laughs> but yes, um, would you like me to ask you questions? That's what I was. That's why I was silent. Okay, sorry. Social cues. I'm not great at. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I know it? Okay. Are we currently studying or in work? Well, I am currently. I've been a key worker for the past since the beginning of lockdown. Minus maybe the first four weeks of lockdown, three, three, four weeks of lockdown. Because I work at a school. So I was with key worker children of um, NHS staff and people like that. Uh, and then I'm going to be studying at Rose Bruford College in September. Meant to be August, but now September. Studying American theatre arts. Fun, fun, fun. Look at that. Ooh. Wow. What about you, Olivia? Um... I am currently, uh, I was about to say neither were, that's a blatant lie. You're doing both. I'm technically, I'm at, I'm at uni, but I'm not studying at all because my year's ended. And even when I was at university physically, not much studying happened there anyway. So. Oh, Olivia. <laughs> but I'm currently um, in work and I, I guess I'm a key worker. You I, are a key worker. I do, yeah, I do night shift. So I'm... I'm currently a bit brain dead because I've just off a few shifts, but <laughs> I it just means I see people in passing because I'll wake up at like 3 p.m. and then I'm like, oh, oh hello, you've been awake for hours, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm about to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, but no, I um when I'm not doing either of those, I'm technically studying international relations at uh, Exeter. Ooh. No, but yeah, international relations at Exeter. So, but with a heavy side dosage of theatre societies. So, well, you're the company technical manager, aren't you? Is that your correct yeah, title? Subtle. And you're a key member of the Taylor Swift Society. That I am. That I certainly am. <laughs> when you when you you texted me with that with absolutely no context, and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, it was the best thing. It was the best thing you took because we hadn't texted for about two days or something. I had just started uh, working again, and then you texted me. I am. Um, was it a PR or marketing or something for the Taylor Swift Society? And I was like, Where did this come from? I am the marketing for the Taylor Swift Society. <laughs> me as a physical human being. I just got um, that. Olivia. So? Shall I move swiftly on? <laughs> Did you get that? It was beautiful, thank you. Plays or musicals is question three. Um, well, we're, we're both going to have the same answer unless you go absolutely rogue on me, but it's going to be musicals flat out. We've been trying to get more into plays together, um, but... That's true. We definitely have more of a love for musicals. Maybe it's because you can listen to musicals outside of seeing them live. I think they're more accessible, aren't they? They're more of quite a because lot of them on Spotify and other musical music platforms. They're just easy to only since consume. lockdown have I actually been able to watch a play at home unless it's been available to stream. So that's been positive. Yeah. No, I, I definitely haven't watched as mm. many plays whilst at home as I had hoped to. Uh, that's partly due to me and my bad time management skills, but... But something to work on, you know? Yeah, it's certainly it's definitely harder to kind of consume plays without watching them, I think, so... Yeah. Yeah. I was actually going to say it depends on the play, because I love oh, okay. Shakespeare. Mm, yeah. And we saw... A Midsummer Night's Dream at the Bridge Theatre. We were in the immersive standing, not seats, we were, it was the seats, standing p- the pit. And we both went, again, taking different people. Yeah. And, like, honestly, that, that was probably the best piece of theatre I've ever seen. Yeah, I think it's one of the only things I've seen more than once, so... I think, yeah. Apart from we were going to see Six again. Yeah. Which has sadly been cancelled now. Yeah, I have quite a few friends who are nerds for Shakespeare, so... Yeah, I just, I just, I just think it's... It, it will never be relevant. 
No. Not, hang on. I was gonna... <laughs> <laughs> It'll never be not relevant. Hot take. Irrelevant. Info, What's that? Is that the word? Irrelevant. It, it, will, never, it will never, it will be, never be irrelevant. Not, it will never not be relevant. Oh, you stood yet. My favourite Shakespeare play. Can you guess, Olivia? Taming of the Shrew. No. Uh... It's quite a rogue one. It's like one that's well known, but it'd be a rogue one for a favourite. Well, I can't have Merchant two favourites. Merchant of Venice. Oh, no. I don't like Merchant of Venice. Othello. No. Richard the Seventh or whatever. I don't know the numbers. No. It's a king, though. I literally... Uh... Shall I tell you? Shall I tell you? I don't know any... I've gone every other one apart king from Lear. Richards. Oh, King Lear. Very good. And A Midsummer Night's Dream. I just don't really know Shakespeare, to be honest. Actually, though, I did get an appreciation for Coriolanus when it was on uh, broadcast uh, by The National that? with Tom Hiddleston. What's that Shakespeare? I think you'd have liked it, because lighting and set-wise, there was basically nothing. Well, lighting was a bit more exciting, but set, there was basically nothing. Sorry, we're going off on a tangent. When did you start liking the performing arts? I think I've always liked it, because it's literally... My my it's my par- it was I think it's my parents' way of properly bonding with me, was taking me to shows, and I th- I've told the story before, but um I think it was pretty clear when I saw Joseph, and I told my mother I wanted to be exactly like Potiphar's wife, and when yeah. I'm older. I think that was pretty clear. Oh, I don't know, like I don't think there's been like a proper turning point of oh I love this. It's just been I don't I don't remember not liking the performing arts. Well, you. Yeah, I, I, it's tough for me because I've kind of had a very different relationship with mm. kind of the performing arts. I, I grew up listening to Les Mis and from the, talking with my mum, I was, yeah. I was taken to a lot of musicals when I was younger, even if I don't remember all of them. It's one of those things where I know I have been to quite a few when I was younger. So I grew up with theatre but I never. It was never something that I was particularly invested in that much. I remember when kind of I became friends with you. Mm-hmm. It was kind of me just going, okay, sure, yeah, and nodding along to all the things that I you got did. Did you? Yeah, well, you kind of did, and it was <laughs> kind. I remember as we got older, it would kind of be more of a pushback, and you'd be kind of going, listen to this, and I'd be like, no, CBA, and then. I think probably what happened was um, when I got started getting involved in perform with shows at our school, yeah. doing some basic tech, that that's what kind of started paving the way for me to get interested in theatre. And then, it I mean, it's ba- as basic as it is, it was you saying, go listen to Hamilton at like the end of 2015. And then me spending the entire first half of 2016 listening to it. Yeah, because it was off Broadway like, at the time. If that hadn't happened, yeah, if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have kind of got into musicals as much as I am now. So, Olivia, have you ever been in a musical? Okay, I actually, in theory, I have, but only with school performancing. Like, performancing? Performing. Um, yes, so I have, in theory, been in a musical. I was in, like, you know, the kind of enforced musicals you have to take part in when you're in primary school. I was in those, but ever since the senior school, I've never gone near a musical because I know I can't sing well, so it's just, like, what's the point? Uh, My last big role was playing a guy in a uh, like a own written story rewriting of a thousand and one nights actually maybe it wasn't own written i think the music was written oh i don't know it was called like scheherazade or something and basically i was playing like a kid and i didn't sing but i had a lot of lines so basically i haven't been in a musical in about a decade um I've helped with musicals backstage, but I've not actually been in one. Oh. 
but I know, I know this is very different to you, Gigi. How how many have you been? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I don't know, because at school I've been in more plays. Hmm. Because that was just what was. Yeah, I guess we did school. more plays. We did in like, the long did, run. In year seven and eight, we did Shakespeare. Hmm. So that's kind of where I discovered my love for Shakespeare. But have I been in a musical? Yes. My the fa- my favorite one I've been in, albeit for a short while, was uh, Spring Awakening. Just because that sh- that show of. Oh. I mean, you did a few touring. You did a few touring things when you were younger, didn't you? I did. I was in the Annie National Tour. But I can't stand the show. <laughs> <laughs> and you played and you played Annie. What, you reprised your role yeah. <clears throat> in our school's version oh. of Annie, which coincidentally was the show that introduced me to tech. So you have so to So maybe say, my Annie without, has a special place in your heart. Exactly. Without Annie, where yeah. would I be? <laughs> just, I just think Annie's great if you're young. I just wouldn't want to yeah. do it if I was. Yeah, it's one of those mu- it's <sighs> one of those movie musicals that's great to watch when you're like a kid. Yeah, but if you have to kind of sit, th- I think the movie's fine to sit through. But if you have to keep watching the show for some reason, the actual stage show seems a lot more drawn out, tiring than mm. the movie. Yeah, definitely. I just think because there are so many kind of whining stereotypes with Annie kind of mm. tomorrow that kind of vibe from it I'm just I just have is exactly how you played it oh do you know do you know why I'm so annoyed at Annie it will be this right so <laughs> I was doing the Cambridge Christmas light switch on I had a solo for another fully dressed without a smile and the microphones weren't working so I was belting this thing out yeah and did I get any recognition I think not. Well, okay. We apologise and move on. It's not your fault, Olivia, but I'm just saying. <laughs> then, then, then just move on. <laughs> what was the first musical you saw on the West End, at the West End, in the West End, with the I, West End? I have a feeling it was the Wizard of Oz at the London Palladium. And I, I think, I'm thinking that because, you know, when the show went out, like the Summer of the Rainbow show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that was before Oliver. It was either Oliver or The Wizard of Oz. I think it was The Wizard of Oz. I have no recollection. I, I know got... I watched the shows, but I don't know which one. Mm. I th- oh, I don't, yeah. maybe, maybe Wizard of Oz did come first because Dorothy's more of a... Like, it's kind of more of an iconic yeah. role than... Whilst Nancy yeah. is iconic, it's like... Dorothy is the main character, so yeah. having a show dedicated to that is a bit more understandable. I think it was The Wizard of Oz. Because I think Lee, Lee Mead for Joseph I saw. Yeah, I think I that saw was a that bit later. Well, as I, I don't think I was that young. Um, but yes, it was either Wizard of Oz or Oliver, and it was um, after the, those shows. I, mean, I, um, I yes, don't actually you? know what my first musical was. Um... It wasn't Evita, was it? No, I didn't watch Evita until quite a while later. It so it was probably I have I know of watching musicals at around the same age, but because I don't know mm. for certain how old I was, they're all kind of contenders. So for me, I think it's either something like The Lion King. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. which I have n- barely any recollection of. So mm. that makes me think I have... It was quite early on. Apparently I saw High School Musical, the actual musical... Oh my God! At one point. I have no recollection of this, so... <laughs> that could have been whenever. Uh, and it's the same with Joseph. That could have been... I saw Lane yeah. is around that time as well for the first time, so... Oh, I've just had a thought. Uh-huh. Say your thoughts. I think I saw one of the first performances of Sister Act when it first ah. came to London. I think I was about eight or nine, maybe yeah. even younger. So that actually might be my first West End musical. Yeah, I think I was about kind of the, between the ages of six and eight. As yeah, 
wider It's around the time some patterns. of those shows were circulating, I think, for both of us. Yeah. Those, those kinds of shows. It was, yeah, it was around that glut of Andrew Lloyd Webber's search for this character TV shows. Oh, that was proper TV. That's TV They gold. were great. I, I loved those. They were so good. Uh, Olivia. Yes. If you could be any female character in any musical, who would you be? Well, that's actually quite a tough one. Because uh, that's not just who would you play, that's who would you be. Who would I be? Hmm. Well, that does change things because I have to say, a lot of female characters don't have the best lives. <laughs> no, no, that's, uh, that's true. Probably not a bad one to be as Cosette. Like, she has some traumatic experiences early on in life, but you can forget that. <laughs> you can talk to someone and move on. Uh, uh, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> this is actually quite hard. I'm going to probably say mm. Veronica from Heathers. Oh, that's a nice you, one. Because you get a bit of a spicy life. You have the high school experience. You do. You have your friends. You get a boyfriend, but he goes off and bombs himself. At yeah. the end. So if you're not feeling a long term relationship, he deals with it for you. And obviously you're yeah. gonna have some traumatic experiences that you'll need to talk to someone about. But your parents have already booked the psychiatrist, so you're basically there. You're set. And you get That's a little a pinch one. of murder to experience. So it's all And you get away with it. Exactly. It's just a <laughs> bit of a fun time. Oh my goodness. What about you, Gigi? <laughs> The really sad thing that came to my head was Regina George. <laughs> oh no, Regina George would be actually quite. Uh... But then, but then I've had one in my head, but I forgot. Hang on, let me think. Uh, no, well, well, Regina George came to my head because I think I would love to play her in a show. Like, but who would I be? I think I would be. I'm going on a very Amber Gray route. Uh huh. I'd either be Helen in The Great Comet, mm. or Persephone in Hades Town, because yeah. both parts Ooh. are just a party animal. But then you're you're a party animal with boundaries. You have a good life. Yeah. You literally control the seasons. I uh, yeah. Or for you Helen, think. Helen, you have a lot of fun. Yeah. I think I would actually really like to be the Fates in Hades oh. Town. All you three. Just mess with, yeah, you just mess with everyone. <laughs> That's true. Are you on their side? Who's to say? Do I know? Who knows? Knows. Oh, I, I'm helping you, or am I? It's just... <laughs> yeah, so if in similar uh, regards, mm. what male character would you be? Well, into my head. That, I wasn't really expecting this to come into my head. Caiaphas from Jesus Christ Superstar. Right, that's a rogue one, sure. <laughs> and, like, I, I, in my head, like, ones I would love to play would be JD. Yeah. Judas. But actually, B, I think Caiaphas would be quite fun, manipulative, kind of getting away with things. Do you mean it part. be in the musical sense or in the actual biblical sense? Because that's very different. I would. I, I, Olivia? Olivia? Musicals. I'm not. I win this podcast. It's not about the Bible. So you don't want to be a Pharisee. In Jesus We're not going time. read Corinthians twenty six to thirty one. We're saying I want to go from bar twenty five to thirty one. Off you go, Olivia. Sing for me. Ah! <laughs> oh, if I didn't have my parents in the next room, I would. <laughs> Okay, yeah. who would I be? How about you? Um, now that that is a a mucho good question. I a mucho good question. Are you looking at your Spotify players? Yes. <laughs> I would be Peron from Avita. Oh, Olivia! Just a good. Well, was he a dictator? I feel like that's up for debate. Uh, well, you're the a, international relations student. A good. Kind of autocratic leader who I just there you go, you got a good wife. She, I mean, she dies, but mm. her legacy lives on, and that's what gets sure. you through the rest of your presidency without the people hating you. 
So that's true. I'd have thought you to And then you embalm her, and then you hide her body for twenty years, and send it all over the world, like Italy and shit, and and then wow. it gets found again, and it gets shown on display, and then all your grandsons and stuff remain in control in the country. It's pretty good. Well, thank you for that, Olivia. Yeah. Uh, Olivia, what, on a different note, what's your favourite musical song to sing in the shower? I don't know. I don't really sing even in the shower, so... What? Yeah. I just... Mm. And it depends what comes on, so I don't really have like a favourite go-to song, but I guess World Burn from Mean Girls is kind of a... I was on that vibe. Yeah. I was going to say someone gets hurt. Yeah, I think both those kind of just have a great sound to them, so... That is a Regina sound, isn't it? I think we, we talked yeah. about this before. And um, Mean Girls is a very strange show and that it seems to know what Regina's sound is, but not many other people. So who is your favourite theatre actress? Oh, that's really hard because... I'm going to go for a West End choice because I think West End performances are constantly overlooked in America. Whereas I think we have a certain idolisation of Broadway performers over here. Or there's more of an appreciation. Yeah. So I'm going to go for two people. Actually one is Broadway, but Kiki Palmer on a very well kind of Black Lives Matter mo uh matter note. She was the first woman of colour to play Cinderella. Oh okay, yeah. And she's got a beautiful voice and she's fantastic personality and everything like that and my other choice is Jodie Steele because mm, I think yeah. she chooses great parts and that you know she can be a Heather Chandler but in Myth at the other palace she was kind of one of the fates one of the Greek chorus and she was she's happy to be a person who's high profile in the industry but still doesn't shy away from being in the ensemble yeah I think a lot of from certainly what I've, ex I've experienced in kind of youth theatre is that everyone wants the lead and no one really goes for, you know what, I might stand out in the ensemble or I'm going to work as a team with these people. And I think yeah. she's a great example of that. So, yeah, Kiki Palmer and Jodie Steele for me. I'm just currently... I'm, yeah, I'm really bad with actors and actresses uh, in general, as you may have heard in our miscast uh, episode. <laughs> I just don't really... Uh, remember. I'm just bad at remembering names, or if unless I know them from other ways. So like, I watched Carrie Hope Fletcher for years on YouTube before she was even on the West End. So she's always someone that yeah I will go to just because I have that history with her, and I'll kind of always think of people in like particular roles. So I think of um like John McRae as Jamie but I never really think of them in multiple roles and stuff or throughout yeah. their career it's really hard I just don't really think that way and I'm I, I actually intend to be someone who doesn't unless there's someone in particular I really like I don't go for things because of a particular cast member I don't really tend yeah. to do that I think however I was just thinking while you're speaking as people who just stood out to me as having ama an amazing voice, and I don't think I've... Actually, no, that's a lie. I think I saw her in Hamilton beforehand, but Christine Alado, who played Sephora in Prince of Egypt... Oh, she, yeah, she did cross my mind, actually, yeah. Yeah, she's just got a stunning voice. And, I mean, all the mm. women... Everyone in the Prince of Egypt cast has great voices, but all the women especially... Yeah just were phenomenal their voices um, blended well didn't they yeah they were kind of it was the kind of chills good uh so i would say her and then also just because i want to be a little bit basic lauren lopez from star kid just oh everything yeah. she does in star kid is just instantly iconic and she is just so versatile so she is a great creating character yeah and you could and She's she's great at playing a boy. She's <laughs> she's got she's got range. Ah, Olivia took on a similar note. Have you, got, have you got an actor in mind? Yeah, again, I'm quite bad at this. So I don't know, um, and I don't want to go super basic because I keep 
being. Can I go that... for someone who I've, I've heard you talk about? Yeah. Norm Lewis. Ooh, yeah. I wouldn't mm. have ever said that, but Norm Lewis is very good. Him and Jesus mm. Christ Superstar was very, mm. very good. Just because that's someone uh, we've talked about. Yeah. No, I did like him. Yeah. I do <laughs> like him. That hasn't ended. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, being absolutely the basic bitch if you literally like put me on the spot the first person i would come up with is probably christian bull just because that's the name that i have at the front of my head and i do like the majority of the roles he plays so mm. when you say majority do you mean you didn't like his mr, uh, mr. darling peter pan life <laughs> <laughs> it was shocking that whole production was shocking i also have to say for women sorry going yeah. back rachel tucker Oh, I haven't yeah. seen much of, but I haven't seen her much. But her and Come From Away was very good. So, and I know loads of people love her. So, she's another, another good one. I need to yeah, think of an actor, don't I? Yeah, I'm looking scrolling. at my playlist. Bear with, yeah. bear with. I might just go for Jonathan Groff. You know. Yeah, go for it. But then I don't think he's my favorite. You know. Yeah, ah. it's ah. Benjamin Platt. Ah, uh, okay. Because yeah. his performance, whether you like Dear Evan Hansen or not at a show, his performance was probably one of the best Broadway has seen. Mm. And I just binge watched The Politician on Netflix. And it is clear that he's not just a Broadway performer. He is so versatile across screen and stage. Uh, and... Well, yeah, it's like... When he came into Dear and Hanson, I was like, oh, it's the dude from Pitch Perfect. Yeah. But, uh, yes. No, I, th- I think he's brilliant, and I think... Well, he, with the career path he's on, so he's going to be in Merrily We Roll Along. Yeah. Which will be released, I think, Olivia, when we're about 50. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's been just been confirmed as Evan Hansen in the film of Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. Which is quite exciting. Uh, Olivia, what do you think... On a slightly more negative note, it's the most overrated musical. Uh oh, uh, Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> there's like so much. Okay, so there's currently a rumor going around that they're changing. They're going to be changing the fan. That's been confirmed today. Has it been confirmed? It's been confirmed today. Oh, because I saw that Andrew Lloyd Webber was saying that he wanted. He was working on making sure that it wouldn't be as bad as it had sounded, but. I've got a feeling it's just renovation. The fact that it's been on for so long, they've got to make sure the sets are okay. Are yeah, they've mentioned they've mentioned like halving the size of the band <sighs> slash orchestra, like oh. changing kind of changing the choreography and uh, stage like directing, so they don't have to pay to the properties of Pr- uh, How uh, Prince and Gillian Flynn. Oh really? Not Gillian Flynn. Gillian Lynn. Gillian Lynn. Gillian Flynn's an author. Gillian Lynn's a choreographer. <laughs> um, that's kind of like the rumours. They're changing that so they don't have to pay the royalties to oh, them so they can uh, make the money. And uh, people are very angry at that. And honestly, Phantom isn't that good of a show. Don't get that upset. <laughs> Actually, if you saw it live, Olivia, I think you'd get the hype because you'd see yeah. the boat and the chandelier and you'd go, huh, because that's all I remember But they're very small sections of a they very are. long they show. Are, just think. Just think, you are, Olivia, just imagine, you are the set designer for the Phantom of the Opera, right? You've built a bloody great big boat. And How it's proud. I'm not saying Olivia, it's bad. Olivia, the show Olivia, Olivia, is no, just very Olivia, mean. wait. <laughs> imagine how proud you're going to be to see that boat slither down the massive great big stage it has, right? Think how happy you'd be. And think of the chandelier. How often do you clean that chandelier? But when it falls, it's just a thing people remember. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's the bad thing. I'm just saying the musical as a whole is a bit shit compared to what people think it is. It is. That's true. What about you? What do you think? <laughs> Overrated musical Overrated. Mamma mia. Mm. Which I feel slightly bad saying because it's not really a musical as such. I just think... It must be th- something fun to go to, but I I was well, I was I was, I was, I was Mamma Mia the film came after the stage show, didn't it? Because that is yeah. a pretty fun film. I would say that's it was. also a good. Uh, it was. I like the film, but I just think oh, so. When I went from a drama school audition, 
Uh, someone sang money, money, money. Mm. I'm just thinking, people. If, if people are thinking that's a good song to audition with, it's not. <laughs> oh, just I just like issue with jukebox musicals in general, really. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, overrated. Overrated. Oh, this is kind of sad, but Newsies. Like, I I like three or four songs in Newsies. And then yeah. otherwise, for me, they just yeah, sound the I, same. I appreciate the dancing, I do. And the same with Be More Chill. So many yeah. kind of young musical... Th- and, like, okay, yeah, I don't want to discredit people's opinions on musical theatre because especially with people younger than us and our age, it's very important to just embrace theatre and Open up love discussion what you love. for it. Yeah. However... <laughs> more chill is not a great <laughs> musical calm down uh, michael in the bathroom is a really i i do yes. like that song michael in the bathroom is good it's very apt a lot of teenagers can relate to it that does not make the entire musical good in itself so yeah that, that sorry <laughs> apologies to if i offended the three people who listen <laughs> on a weekly basis <laughs> yes well where are we um what musical made you cry, Gigi? Oh, I don't know. Have I been to any musicals where I've cried? Uh, bitch, yes, you have. Have I? Yeah, oh. if you're not going to say falsettos, I don't want to know uh. you anymore. <laughs> no, I shed a tear at that. You were the one who blubbed like a seal. I actually didn't cry that much. In no, the you London did, didn't you? I cried, um, I cried, but not as much as I do. <clears throat> not as much as the Broadway. The, yeah, the Broadway one made me... Makes me actually I got eat. tearful at the London one. I think yes, the story for that is lovely. But I think making me made me cry. Actually, the miracle song in the Prince of Egypt made me tear up a little bit. Yeah, you were like you did get emotional in the Prince of Egypt, which was weird because I, I did. did not, and you were like I was just going, what? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I nearly cried at the plagues because I yeah, love that you song. Were, you were emotional. I dig that it. song. I was just going, okay. Yes. No, I think uh, the Prince of Egypt, I think it just it was a story that needed to be told at that moment in time. Yeah. Uh and I felt that at that moment. Olivia, on a happier note, what musical has made you laugh? Probably so probably Heathers. Yeah. Heathers that was probably funny. made me laugh quite a lot. Uh also Book of Mormon when we saw yes. it it was kind of I think that was also partly the adrenaline of it kind of being my first West End show on our like on my own or like yeah. with you yeah and kind of like it was something we'd been looking forward to for about a year and I mean yeah. even if there are kind of quite a lot of uh deeper set issues with Book of Mormon which we'll mm. probably be talking about in a future episode, episode soon yeah uh it is funny and there are some scenes that are just you just have to laugh yeah some lines yeah. so yeah i was gonna say everybody's talking about jamie all i can remember from that is that lady who sat behind us who i swear to god <laughs> you could hear her laugh outside the theater. i think that's why i find it so funny but i think i think half of me was laughing at uh bianca del rio who was playing loco chanel and hugo yeah because i have relative pitch and i was trying to tune out and I was tr- laughing the whole way through that Loco Chanel song and I was just oh See, but then I, 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 I think that story being, was so much fun I just remember being irrationally angered by the woman who sat behind <laughs> us and her laugh it just grated on me so and that was much. that was the first time so we saw it in a live stream yeah and then we saw it live and the, so i think we were kind of just like oh we, we're finally here and seeing it live and then we've got this bitch behind us <laughs> i swear i honestly could not ever describe the volume of her and oh, it was God. at everything even like a line that you would do like the nose exhale laugh where you'd be like huh, or just kind of like a oh that was yeah. funny she'd literally be like ha 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 <laughs> it was higher than that <laughs> Yeah, and it, in she's our ears. right behind us, and I, I don't know how the actors managed to get through it. They clocked it. Yeah, Leighton Williams played off it brilliantly. Yeah, it was just kind of oh my god, stupid cow. Um, yeah. Olivia, are there any musicals that you saw and you hated, or that you've maybe listened to and hated? 
can't say there is because I don't really if I get a strong reaction that's negative from a musical that's quite rare and mm. I tend to not hate it I'm kind of trying to think of one but I can't really I can't really think of one that I absolutely dislike we've never really seen one together that we walked out of and went well that was awful no that's true partly because we tend to be quite safe with our money and go to stuff that we know is probably Mm. quite good in terms of listening to I don't know I don't think there's ever been stuff I've hated but if something's a bit either too poppy or just Mm. a bit too kind of I know I want to say simplistic but I don't know if that's the right word to describe it just not bland in that it sounds like anything else if it's just not getting to me I just won't keep listening to it so oh I know one that I hate oh where's it the bodyguard Oh, so yeah, I don't know that one. So so I remember listening to it and thinking this is it's quite a similar sound to a lot of other stuff. Yeah. And I, can, I appreciate it, but I just for me, it's just not something I got into. Mm. I can't say I hated it, but it was just something that I go, I can't, I can't sit through it. I can't listen to it. Mm. Have one for me. Uh, what musical would you want to see as a film? One that I, I think a lot of our listeners may share is Wicked. It's about time. That was made into a Bullman film. I think falsettos, if it was done right, could it's be very in it would have to be done kind quite well because it's so hmm. it doesn't have a major plot line, but well it does in the second act, hmm. but it has it's to be very quite much arts, more artsy. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, I would quite like to see maybe a new Billy Elliot that has the actual oh, music yeah. in as part of it because the film doesn't and the mm. original film is excellent but <clears throat> just having that added, the added actual music would really enhance yeah. it. That's true. I would like to see Spelling Bee. Oh, that would be a really fun one actually, yeah. Because it's it wouldn't the thing with spelling bee though is it wouldn't get across the whole audience participation ad lib bit as well. No, that's that's true, but that could be that could be something that could be changed or yeah. If I mean, it, it doesn't... if it had been like you know how Bandersnatch was done on Netflix. Oh yeah. So if it was a more of a you, can, you could you could spell as you go along type thing. <laughs> Like it could be just a really like a like on and like a thing on Netflix. I don't know, but I'd like to see no, that yeah. I like with the a idea more mainstream it, yeah. audience. Or uh, oh, something rotten would be a fun one. Oh yes, it would. Something rotten, I think, is massive over here. Massively, it would do really well given in the right yeah. place. Uh, and we've got three more questions, so let's zim through them. So both of us, what are what musicals are we dying to see? Um. Well, apart from seeing Six, as we were meant to be. Uh, and Juliet for me. And I Ju- really want to see that. I've had such great things. Because I was ste- I was sceptical. Yeah. Going, oh, it's a jukebox one. Oh, God, it's Casey Perry. Oh, God, there's pop. Uh, but now I'm kind of just like... I've had yeah. so many great fun things about it. Just yeah, I guess to... I wouldn't say I'm dying to see it. But I would be mm. interested to see it. Yeah, I'd really like to see a show that hasn't made it to England yet. Yeah. Or has, so kind of next to normal, or I really want, I would love to see something rotten in person. I feel like I would really love it. That might be our next trip then, Olivia. Uh, Gigi, what is your all-time favourite musical? We are, this is probably going to come out after your episode, so. But, well, if you look at my, uh, my, my episode choice was The Great Comet. If I'm going for a different choice, I'd probably say, because I, I listen to it constantly on repeat the whole way through, is everybody's talking about Jamie. Okay, I yeah. just think it's it's a... when Okay, British musicals are far fewer than Broadway. Mm. But when they do come along, they are strong. Because we, we don't churn out crap. <laughs> a lot of Broadway 
is crap. There are a lot of gems and fantastic, but some years you look at the season on Broadway and you just think, oh my God, why? Mm. You know, Mrs. Doubtfire musical, 13 going on 30. Princess Diana. Yeah. (laughs) Whereas we've got six. Everybody's talking about Jamie. Uh, Halls is something that I hope will be released more widely. Yeah. I hope to get a premiere. Also, the other palace does a lot of workshops for new stuff. So Myth. They kind of help promote things. Yeah. I need to watch Myth, but I've got it saved. There are so many great things that we churn out that... I don't know. I think think it just shows how great British theatre is. And after this crisis, it's going to be very interesting to see if the government appreciates it more. Because the, yeah. the, how they've kick-started... This is me going off on a tangent. But football is worth about... seven point, I think 7.9 billion mm. a year. The arts is 10 billion. And yet football has been easily kick-started. You know, no crowds, but it's on, ta- on TV. Whereas there's been little help for the theatres and for the arts. And as someone entering into an acting career as a first year, we are all terrified of the fact that we're going to get out there and there's going to be nothing because mm. the industry's crippled. And that's me before starting a course. I can't even imagine what the third year actors right now, the third year production students, costume design, uh, stage management, what they're doing because they are so, at drama school, you're so geared towards your career. Yeah. That, that you can't really do anything else. You know, like, like a load of actors right now are working in supermarkets. Mm. So it's just going to be very interesting to see how the industry recovers. Yeah. Um, I mean, my favourite musical. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, going back just to the to, question. Just to lighten the mood again. Uh, I, as uh, the, one of our recent episodes, my, mm. ver- my musical was Come From Away. So if you want to hear us ramble on about Come From Away and Great Comet... Mm. Those episodes are available. Thank you to like just shout out to come from away UK for liking our Instagram post. That did make my day when I that <laughs> yeah came they're very good at social media. So uh, thank you. Other than that, I'd have to be very ba- well. I keep saying basic, but falsettos. It just I absolutely love it, and the story gets me every time, and I love the music in it. But I do love um, Six and Jamie. It's very hard. I mm. yeah, I'm very musicals is just one i'm very bad at picking favorite things anyway like i never have a favorite color or a (laughs) favorite number or whatever it's i'm very open-minded you appreciate everything and finally what would you do if theater didn't exist oh i don't know (laughs) film uh (laughs) (laughs) i don't know actually if i was going completely off i'd probably do oh god i don't know I've recently discovered from being a gap student in a school, I do not want to be a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you would have gone down a music route? Because you play a lot of instruments. I, d- I don't think I'd be good enough for that. I Well, if this didn't exist, I'd probably be more focused on that. But mm. I think I'd have gone down like a history degree route and I'd be... Yeah. I'd love to be... Okay, something I've always wanted to do is like a documentary presenter. Oh, Yeah. So I'd probably go down that route of writing a documentary about, like, fucking Henry VIII or something. <laughs> and then going, like, yo, Henry, this is my documentary. <laughs> I basically do a six on TV. Yeah. What would you do, Olivia? Uh, I would probably be a lot more dedicated to my degree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's true. Doing. That's true. Um, I don't know. I feel like my life... It was weird because my life was very much not musical theatre based at all until I was about 15 so it's only really mm. been in the last five years like, if theatre uh, didn't exist entirely pun sorry <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I'd probably still just be I'd probably just listen to more pop music there was a period in my life where I was very much more pop oriented so I'd just be pop I'd kind of I don't know watch TV and stuff I yeah, I wouldn't even think of going to London as regularly as I do, yeah. But that's that's all our questions, our little Q&A, so... 
I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, should we do a shuffle of the day? I think so. I might just do a recommendation, though, first while it's in my head, if oh, I may, good sir. Okay, yeah, go for it. Women on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as far as I'm aware, stuff. it's not been in England or the UK. It's been on Broadway. It's a David Yazbek musical, so he wrote The Band's Visit most okay. recently on Broadway. Uh, he's, yeah, the whole score is just hilarious. And it's Stephanie J. Block, I think, was in one of the casts. So check that out. It's on Spotify, definitely. And the song I urge you to listen to first is Model Behaviour. Well, I'll do a quick recommendation then. I This is a bit of a half one because I haven't finished watching it but there's a professional recording of the musical violet on youtube oh yeah and i started watching it the other day and i haven't got all the way through yet but i've heard really good things about violet every loads of people i know who talk about it absolutely give it raving reviews and from i'm only like half an hour in i'm already loving it the music's absolutely lovely i'm pretty sure there is a uh album on spotify i'm almost 100 percent certain so I will pick a song from that and put it on our playlist, which you can access on Spotify either through Act One Beginners Cool Playlist or we have it in our uh, description on our Instagram account, mm. Act One Beginners Cool, with act, with the one being the number. Yeah, so shall we do a shuffle? Yes. Yeah, Pastonian Connect, do that. I have. I don't go on it regularly and I don't think anyone really does. But no. If you don't get the newsletters, though... No. Maybe, like, try and find a way. Because they're, they're quite cute. You can get them on email, I think. Or, like, a digital, digital copy. So. Okay. Olivia, do you have a shuffle of the day? Very on brand. It's it's not my favourite uh, song from the musical. Okay. But it is Please Come to Our House slash Jason's Therapy from <laughs> Falsettos. So. Oh, interesting choice. Yeah. Would, you, would you like my shuffle of the day? Yes, please. It is still from Anastasia. Okay. Sung by Gleb in the show. Fantastic. Well, yeah. thank you very much for tuning in to this slightly different episode. I think next time we'll go back to one of our usual who is something to talk about. Mm-hmm. But we ho- hope you learned something new about us. So, thank you very much for listening. I have been Gigi. And I've been Olivia. Good night, folks. Hello? I see dead people. <laughs> so I thought someone was knocking at my door. Oh. Do you have a ghost too? We have a ghost called Clive. Oh no, my ghost just called my mother. Anyway, 